Hello, and welcome to a special episode of the Knowledge Podcast by Wahoo. I'm joined today by Coach Jeff Hubler and two special guests all the way from Rwanda. We've got Adrian and Hubert with us, and we've been working with them now for, boy, it's been, what, a year and a half or so? Yes. In having conversations with the Amani Project Group, of which the Team Rwanda is part of. And we're really excited to have these two guys with us here to chat about what they're doing and some of the things that we've tried to do together, working to improve access and opportunity for cyclists in Rwanda. And we're really excited about some opportunities to, to see some of the athletes that they've been working with coming over here to the U.S. a little later this year. So with that, I have a couple questions because I know a little bit about you guys, more just from chatting and, and working with you over these past, you know, year plus. But really, your kind of background in the sport, we're, I'm going to let each of you, you know, tell tell your story a little bit. And I guess we'll start with Adrian. Um, you know, A, Adrian, we'll, we'll start on alphabetical. So no, no disrespect right. to you, Hubert. <laughs> uh, I would like to say thank you, first of all. And uh, it's been amazing to be have a wahoo guys to helping the Rwandan cycling. It's kind of amazing because in the past we were looking for having kind of uh, material to use uh, on bike and to find where the riders they can improve themselves and to find where identification we can analyze in or end of the season how they improve and unfortunately we never get that uh, opportunity now half a year we had uh, a big opportunity to have you guys uh, to have the computer control and following coaching you know on improvement and uh, join or towards so <laughs> so amazing and uh, it's uh, you know I have no what to say about this half year we what we have been achieving for my project anchor uh, with uh, Hubbard is uh, present in Rwanda and uh, it's been amazing to see the power for the boys we get a core final for UCI racing last year even we missed some couple things like a power meter just it's amazing to see all the data and everything and uh, especially you know we got the first to uh, training Wahoo before the COVID and in doing the COVID we had no problem with uh, our training so that's a big thanks for first of all for everything what you have been done and to helping to have a relationship and to get a sponsorship from you guys it's amazing yeah well, we're yeah. we're excited by the work that that you do so adrian you started racing what in around 2007 or so is that right you're back your first first races that you ever did uh, my first race it was uh, two in back the two, uh, 2003 and okay. it was hard race and um Without knowledge about racing, just, you know, it was kind of for fun. And uh, my age, I was not supposed to do that uh, race, kind of the Tour of Rwanda, 10 stages or over 1,200 kilometers. And you were how old? I was 16 years old. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that's starting that's off. Uh, yeah, that's really high. It, it was red high, and it's why to have Jeff and you near and Henry to access more about training uh, for development in Africa and especially in Rwanda, it's amazing. And so far away, last, last April on 4,000 Benin to help national team, we have the same problem. Yeah. <laughs> One uh, of a uh, young rider, he was 16 years old. Uh, no, 17 years old, you know, still junior, and he did uh, the coach because he had no an, an knowledge about UCL racing, and they put an, him on wrist to do tough Benin, and he was in the first first uh, group, you know, with the six riders, and couple uh, after one stage, uh, second stage, the commissioner said, no, you have under 17 years old, he's doing the UCR yeah. race 2.2. They, they kick him out and they, they say, him out. yeah, they take him out and they ask coach uh, of national uh, who was the responsible to do, to write down the wrist. Why you did this? I didn't know that the guy was still <laughs> under 17. He should be in an 18 at least. They can, or yeah. you, they can, something happen, they rate him race and you did a big mistake and 
you know that is african happen lot yeah. of around is not for one in the back then we still have a same mistake in benin and i'm sure even now to cameroon it's happened yeah. it can be happen for or or african racing we need to wake you guys to find out and how we can develop uh, more cyclists and stand for uh, for age and to know what they can be yeah. achieving in future so it's yeah think about the development yeah. and kind of do the right type yeah. of training and yeah. and the right selection of races yeah, yeah exactly kind of age appropriate well yeah. you were you snuck in a little early and <laughs> you went to the highest levels of the sport, huh? Yeah, I went a high of um, high level sport. Uh, I'm on a run and who been riding the World Tour team. Uh, my last uh, team it was uh, Dimension Data in twenty uh, end of twenty seventeen. So I retired in twenty nineteen. Uh, I tried for couple racing gravel race mountain bike race just not that very much and it's kind of very nice experience and i back rwanda share with habat we continue helping the development uh, cycling issue with the adrian university cycling academy and you know it's not easy just we trying working hard and to find a good road cyclist one day we can have uh, in future some African special for Rwanda because uh, yes. you know I'm come from Rwanda to have some uh, other good cyclists can ride in on high level definitely so the Adrian Nushudi Academy was founded in what year we are found and I found 2013 uh, unfortunately that idea it was end of the my Olympia and mountain bike in Rwanda in 2012 uh, I've been Swiss I've been South Africa I've been around the world training you know ca- catching some technique skills and uh, I see what we're missing in Rwanda I talked to the Federation and talked to my coach uh, since I moved to South Africa 2008 so I told them, you know, I've been seeing something around and miss it. And in Rwanda, it's better we start with young age. Mm-hmm. We teach them how to ride a bike. And when they're growing up, they have a physical and skills to mentality to understand about cycling. Because where I was in Swiss, I can see the young young cyclists or young schools, uh, kids in school, they, they have for like one day or two days, they ride a bike on school like Thursday or Friday. You know, if someone been Swiss, been seeing that and how they learn how to ride in traffic with the teachers, you know, it was like emotional to me and say, oh, I need to do something back home. And in Fortune after the Olympics, I, I start uh, idea with Academy, and we launched the first time. It was on 14 May 2013. So I was already try something that just not ready program uh, on program to helping the properly how to eat and how to train to have a couple couple of days staying in house, you know, to have a team house and everything. And from that year. 2013 uh, May on uh, 13 we uh, open launch and we have a, um, a sponsor with the Quebeca Quebec is South African mm-hmm. company charity giving the ba- a bike school the people they can walk around in community to go around you know to go shopping and when Rwanda most the kids they they have to walk with a bucket and things you know yeah. so those kind of things I was it was a big project you know even Quebec cut it off you know it's just we're trying to getting and move and move and unfortunately that it's been paying off to be honest uh, the first win of two of Rwanda 2013 2014 he come from my development uh, academy and the first girl who ride uh, first girl black who ride the uh, Richmond um, the world champion girl yeah. some kind of some few uh, results in Africa he was I think a top uh, top three in Africa and continental Jean Dyke she come from my development and um, yeah, the few riders they come Europe uh, join the continental team. They come. They, most of them they pass through to my academy. Even now, since we join you guys, we you know it's like exposure. 
it yeah, was a growing. kind of a growing yeah. you know where the riders understand more about training get power and understand the heart rate zoning with Hubbard they're doing so amazing you know yeah. they're doing so amazing so that it was like kind of on feedback what we have been done for anchor in Argenio shoot cycling academy and for now moment we have two riders in um, they're coming to Europe uh, the next month and now they are racing Cameroon and we with a big project with um, African racing also we have some other two riders they're coming uh, from Benin it's you know cycling is about connection and having a good people sponsor understand what we need to change in Africa so it's yeah, yeah. Well, we're we're excited to be part of the project that you really got going and and Hubert I know you've been instrumental as well huh yeah. did you start right away in in 2013 or did uh, did, uh, did Adrian ask you a little later or did you yeah. say hey I just need to do this yeah. how did you become involved yes uh, I would say first of all Adrian is my uncle so aha <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, so a little family like, connection yeah. <laughs> okay that's I would always say, good yeah, yeah trust you know trust those you know right absolutely uh, yeah. cycling in is like a family gift to us because from our grandparents were were cyclists were yeah. almost in cycling so and one of the team national team members in who is who are racing the two of Cameroon Okay. is our nephew as well so okay. <laughs> it good. is like we good. are having generations coming up so uh, the way it starts for me i was a uh, much bug in my uh, like my background is much into uh, software engineering that's what i do as a profession so uh i started as helping adrian uh, back in 2016 because uh, tw- logistics yeah things mm-hmm. like that i w- in when the mm, the academy started i was at at in high school okay. and uh, when i was out i started to help him on social media uh, working on so, uh, websites so that's how it all started it was like uh, helping my family member to succeed uh, yeah. in his uh, in what he has started and like we got hit in uh, 2019 that's when actually we realized that it has to be something it is can be something we can work on not on our own but which can give future a bright future and we, that is our motto actually uh, ANCA motto is uh, cycling towards a bright future and we have we are realizing it we have some good stories and like on a regular basis as far as we are sitting here it is one of <laughs> those bright features which are which are being created for um, Rwandan cyclists but in general because we are not only looking for uh, Rwandan cycling but we are looking uh, in a broad way for yeah, African cycling the, yeah and across the entire continent absolutely you guys are doing a lot to lead the way for a lot of people that, that's what we are trying to do because we we don't look on our own we are trying to set like uh, a pace or give an orientation to others who can come we for example the way we are we are doing it uh, at back home at our center is we are not there and it is the riders themselves who are running the center we have trained them to be to have that capacity to have that mentality to go and do their training and watch out for on the house on the center because it is running uh, 24/7 mm-hmm. uh, for the whole month so it is up it is for them who is doing it like we are tra- we have trained them to be to be leaders themselves absolutely yeah. Yeah. absolutely because uh, one day their careers will end it is something also we have to talk about because yeah. one day at our at a given point a career has to end so what will happen after so we want them to be the next managers to be the next directors of the center even when we are not there yeah and i think that's really important as kind of the sh- the you know infrastructure for cycling in Rwanda has not historically been large even though you have a phenomenal uh you know the tour of Rwanda is is known throughout the world the cycling world we understand that it is one of the most amazing events that goes on the world championships are coming, coming. in uh, 2025 uh no, 2025. 20, 25, yeah. We, we have like three years now. And <laughs> so, yeah, it's coming close. And, and again, yeah. more of the world. We'll see more of what Rwanda is doing and has done. But there's still less of that historical base. And so I think a lot of what you're doing right now is huge in planting those seeds and, and creating those opportunities Absolutely. for this to continue. Yes, we, we, are not, we are looking like in generations to come. We have yeah. to set something which will run after we are not there because, as you said, uh, history is something beyond. Because if can go, 
into American cycling history. It has been there for <laughs> centuries. Yeah, we have at least over a hundred years. Yeah, yeah. For, for, for us, it is not the, it is not the same, even yeah. based on our history of what happened in Rwanda. So it is like after 1994, we had to rebuild. It, everything yeah. was falling apart, but it has to start again. So if we don't work on something, which no, now we not go for 10 years, but we go for 50, 100 yeah. years, that's what... We are looking for actually planting the seeds. Absolutely, Absolutely. yes. And yeah, I mean, you guys are doing so much to literally plant those seeds and and have those people continue to develop. It's yeah, it's quite impressive the way you've gone about. It's a, a development cycle that yeah. again will kind of help feed and and promote then that next. So. I'd say tell us a little bit about how many riders right now you have with the academy or kind of how, just big picture, how the academy does run. Um, um, I would give a, a broad future. I, I mean, like if, uh, a picture on how it is now. Yeah. Um, based on what we have seen, because the center is there for now nine years, almost 10 years. So back in the days we have, we could have begun with, uh, yeah, uh, let me say not young, kids but uh those who are a bit old 18 19 years old mm -hmm. and we have, we realized that they could go uh, for like three to four years and because of the past what they have been through it is like they can't go more they go to into professional world but after three to two four years it is done mm -hmm. so now we have uh even for according to the uci world championship coming we said we have to start early Uh, yesterday, out of mic, we were talking about uh, um, the barriers which yeah. Rwandan African cyclist has to cross even before sit to sit on the bike, not racing, even before to sit on bike. Yeah. So, well, please, please uh, continue. <laughs> I want to, I want to hear what those are because I yes. think that they're, they're. It's very, very important to understand. Yes. So we talking about the talking a little bit about uh, African cycling background. For us currently, if, uh, the riders we have, they have dropped out school in primary level. I don't know if in US we have primary level, uh, but like the the next level to kindergarten, okay. so like on fifth grade somewhere mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Because of hardship at mm, Family. in families, mm -hmm. you can find a kid who is 15 years old who is responsible to feed his family. So those are the ones we have been working with. So you, you meet him and you are trying to introduce that cycling uh, coaching mentality and all those programs. And based on what he has passed through, within two years, the body is not responding anymore. So that's why we said uh, we have now to focus on early age enough so that we can help those young men young women uh to uh, like to to have them before they start to be uh hard working at that early age they, responsible they are almost yeah at uh, a at expected adult level at that yes 15 in in many cases and so yes if you're not there before that point the opportunity is pretty limited yes and i and i would jump on on one point which i think will go in deep and how with those young kids of 14 13 years old Uh, this Wahoo system technology, all of this is going to help them uh, like to catch up because, uh, in, for example, in Rwanda, we don't have those many races. We don't have a calendar like, say, we have a, a yearly calendar. No, it is you wake up and they tell you that next month you have a race. So with the Wahoo system, with the Wahoo RGT, all those platforms for racing and uh, structured training, They are like catch up, catching up with the Europeans, the Western world, which have a regular racing car calendar. So I would say um, going on the point of uh, the, what we are doing in Rwanda is we are trying to go on the grassroots because mm. it is where the talent, the talent doesn't start from uh, junior level. It has to start from early ed yeah, edge. Sure. Yes. So that's that. for now, that's where we are focusing on. That's what we want to do. We want to have young people going on bike only just going on bike being introduced on on cycling and out of 20 we will have maybe three or four who will going who will be going into professionalism and uh, for now we have 10 uh, among 10 we have uh, 
actually they are 15 because we have five who are between uh, 14 to 15 years old as that program is beginning mm-hmm. and we have um other three juniors and yeah, in last uh, week, two weeks uh, they won a race okay. they they yeah. second a uh, uh, first okay. and second yeah. in the juniors category we were our from our center uh, and we have um six u23 and we have two elites so we are like now backsliding into uh, early age so that we'd be having like a, a pool of many many young kids on bike who now will like one day become professional but if we we are not going to start an, in the grassroots we will be like uh, uh crossing the same roundabout like going yeah, doing the same thing uh, yeah. uh, have w- have a rider goes to um U23 to elite for one year and he come back home just going like that so that we are trying to use this technology and uh, all of those opportunities you're having now for the young kids yeah and and kind of like we spoke about yesterday off off the mic but um and and seeing what's available after that mm-hmm. so starting earlier and then showing that uh you know it's not just you win one race and you're done now you have um opportunity to continue to advance and to bring people with you mm-hmm. um yeah so just out of curiosity so how many you said you had 10 to 15 at the center How how long of period do they stay? Uh for now they're staying full time. Uh, as we, we because if they are going back home some of them they are facing more <laughs> hard more working. Hard you know <laughs> you can do hard working in cycling but if you are coming from three to four hours uh, training and you get back home and you have to go to fetch what <laughs> for you don't know about fetching water but you you have to go like two yeah. miles four miles getting water for the family and coming back so it is like your muscle yeah <laughs> within two years or one year it will be empty enough yes is that fatigue that fatigue so we we are trying to have that program where they can come and stay but we, because we have uh, the center is limited of course we are trying to do rotating like uh, a one group come for two weeks mm-hmm. and they go back f- like uh four days and just we try to exchange so that they don't stay um not not because we don't we don't need them to be with their families but we are trying to see beyond we are trying to let them focus on cycling mm-hmm. because it is what they have chosen to do it, it, is, it is their career path they have chose to go through so um th- th- i think that that's what i, ca- I can say uh, about yeah. it yeah Uh, something I can edit I think how about he forget just uh, you know when you have an interview always is something you know missing also even we are focusing on 14 years old to give them excuse about on on bike and everything you know we are not forget the education education in Rwanda it's with the cycling it's completely difficult and very different with here in USA or in Europe because you know in on um, on school you have a kid they like running you have a kid they like to ride a bike they like starting playing football basketball volleyball you know in in 10 years you you can s- start find the kid what they want to do you know in Rwanda you can the, the kid the or when they're growing up after between 10 years to 15 years there's still no choice about no there is not recreation yes, yes. no recreation about uh, cycling or football is not easy and we have some sports really they are really strong like football or they are trying to go on school and to make like a a uh, school competition so there they can found uh, the talent mm-hmm. in cycling we have not that, not that opportunity volleyball they have the same same program and basketball and running mm-hmm. in cycling it's nothing in school so it's really really tough and our project for anka it's we are sitting with uh, that parent they have a kid when the kid they start say okay we want to be like Adrian we want to go in center for Adrian where Habat he can help them to become a cyclist and we give the phone number or contact and 
the parent they can contact through to Habat or to send me a message because I'm living in Italy. Our kid they want to join uh, Anka. They find a good. They f- they f- they heard about the news. You know, they want to be a good cyclist like you. They you are a role model for them. You know something like that. And we say okay. So we talk with the parents. We find out what they have to give. The, those kids, you know, those young kids to ride a bike. Yeah. You know what is interesting? Even the, some of the parents, they have no money to pay the school fees for the kid. Yep. And last month, I think, how about he pay four or five? five. Six, yeah, five kids, uh, school uh, fees. Yeah, by the way, those, those who are between 13, we yeah. don't say they have to leave uh, school. No, no, yes. they, are, they are in school and we are trying to Correct. pay yeah. for yeah. their school fees. But yeah. mm-hmm. when they introduced uh, at that early age, when they are into 15, 16, they will be much stronger yeah. now to yeah. go and focus on cycling. Yeah. yeah. And they come over on Friday, it's off school. So they have their single speed or BMX, the, the one who live nearby the center, they ride to the center. They can start understand what's Wahoo speed, cadence and things. They can try ride a bike on, on trainer. They, they know about the old things, how to log in on, on Zwift, on tablets, you know. Yeah. It's kind of... It's, it's um, like encouraging the young kid to growing up understand cycling. So without have a center in Rwanda, it is very difficult to growing up cycling in Africa. It's why we're trying in Rwanda and now also with um, the that elite rider, they cannot find themselves on road bike skills. We're getting a connection with a team man. A team of man is helping them to become a mountain bike rider and a gravel rider, which is the a big discipline in now in the world we can find who has the talent, who missed the talent in a road bike because he grew up without that skills, you know, to ride the fast, you know, in yeah, Europe right. and you ride and on some the corner you go over 95 per hour and on gravel you can have that little skills to go little bit faster and you have enough endurance to win a race (laughs) and have a successful and have fun for mountain bike i hope one day we'll have one or two again olympia rider you know so (laughs) it's not about focusing on 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 road bike it's focusing on different angle with a different skills the boys they can guard and we can we have a sonia who finished the school he was rider and he can catch up the speed and a skill on bike and now he's paying off with his um, skills to be a sonia yeah. to be a massager for the, the, for the kid the f- and the team you know yeah. and we have some mechanic they've been on cycling they can not get enough skills to be a good a good um, a cyclist and we try them to help uh, 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 skills to become a mechanica so it's like to have you those know, opportunities to have that opportunity and associated and associate. so positions and it's a big it's a big yes. uh, program just it's hard to run uh, Without, but possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ne- yeah. neither Jeff or I ever made it to the highest level. Uh, so you know, I, I worked as a more as a coach. Uh, Jeff actually experienced from Sonier up through mm-hmm. into the coaching. Yeah, um, yeah, well, I've had, yeah. And that's but, yeah. It's yeah. exciting to know that you guys are not just thinking about the one piece too, which again very important, but. But there are other, other components, yeah, for sure. And ways that people can be involved and help build and continue to expand what, what you have Absolutely. and what you offer and, and yes. how you can have an impact Absolutely. and make it sustainable. Mm-hmm. Sustainable, that's the point, <laughs> to make it sustainable. That's what we are working yeah. because we don't want to to find ourselves like yeah. running like, it for two years and three years. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you've been doing this for nine years and yeah, yeah. there's a world championship coming yeah. to your home in three years, but it's not like 2026, like, okay, we, you know, we did everything we, we, we wanted, did. right? You are working yeah. for 
you, 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 you can understand how, how yeah you can understand how it feels like uh, Adrian was uh, an Olympian on on mountain bike in 2012 and up to now how many years now uh, mm. 10. 10 there is yeah. none again so, who was yeah. able to go uh, in uh, Olympics so that's why we have to bridge that gap actually it is mm. it is uh, I have never seen like USA or Belgium missing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've one, had smaller numbers in, yeah. say, like the velodrome, but still, yeah. you know, we had two, I think, in 2016 in the in the road race, but still, two is infinitely more than zero, right? <laughs> and so, what you've done and and showing what is possible, I think, is is also important. And as we see, I think, a little bit more success in in the peloton and the professional ranks from. Other riders from Africa Absolutely. now, you know, uh, Biniam. Biniam mm-hmm. recently. I mean, my gosh, that's mm-hmm. fantastic. But it should just be the the entry, and and we should see yes. be seeing a lot more in yeah. the coming years. Yeah. So, Adrian, back on that, or Hubert, rather, um, back on that topic of the the kids coming through the camp have you had any um any folks yet that have gone through the program and then come back to to help out with that or yes for example the example he gave uh, of the sonia we have now who is uh, who okay. is also uh, starting as a, as coach for those young kids mm. yes he was he was also a cyclist but at one point he got a, a back problem in back pains and it lasts for long and says let me stop so he he continued into the uh, professionalism as a sonia and mm-hmm. now he's like he's paying off but we, we it, it, it has not been something like structured it, right. it, i would say it happens by accident but that you, you see it, like this sentence is like a startup when you're in a yeah. startup like you try a lot of things mm-hmm. until when you you have like some patterns which now are not are, are now working that's why we said with this current generation which is there for example for those elites i for example i they, i gave i start to give them um, some of them some responsibilities for example to be the stock manager of the center like to make sure uh, the stock doesn't run out uh one uh, another one is uh, is uh, he's a manager for like um a property to make sure everything is clean and is on or it is where it has to be uh stored so i would say we now it is it is structured for now back in the days it could be like happened by accident for example mm-hmm. that kid but for now it is like as as far as you are going into uh, getting old you have to have something you are responsible of so that when you are going out for example for professionalism but when you are back you will be able to catch up yeah. you will be able to catch up and still come and do as you, you become as the stock manager for the center mm-hmm. and you are going to help those young kids one you have experience on the bikes and you have experience on another field which is very important you can imagine if you can bring someone who is like good in administrative but has nothing to do with cycling he has never been on bike he has never like got into cycling it he, at one point uh he will destabilize the technical part but for us what we want is someone who knows administrative part but also who has some background who enjoy cycling and some it, passion some yeah, passion some of course passion. which which will pay off because it will it will it will not be like uh, okay you you rider you are out of training now come and do that hard work yeah. and when that rider need time to rest need uh, needs to recover so it will it will always be important to have that now we, we, i would building say the community around cycling yeah yes and and those capi- people who are capable yes yeah from some of the work that we've done together in terms of talking about training and having a purpose has definitely been one of those things and, and you use you know the system uh app as part of this where we you know the testing with the full frontal to identify you know what what talent. riders are capable of where their talent levels are as well as then how they're progressing you've also added some things on your own right you uh, have the website that you've shared that is being yeah. able to show <laughs> what what talent is out there what opportunities what riders you know what they're doing where their history of of some of these tests that that we do within the app are and you you're doing a really good job of actually again providing that exposure to the world yeah right? uh, i think that's the point we have to now to stick on because uh 
I'm very much interested into technology, not because I, I just I, I love technology, but now I have realized it is it is like breaching some gaps which were, were there for quite few years, like yeah. not few, many years. Uh, for example, to let's talk tell the world about the Wahoo system. Wahoo system is a, a complete, I can say it is a complete uh, structured workout training program with from uh, from training to yoga to uh, strength training everything so i would say if i can give like a short example of what has been happening since we started because every time we had a virtual training i could go i i think i have been asking you a lot of questions and uh, trying to write programs which uh, w- which are in accordance to the according to the academy so mm-hmm. now all the riders we have are now on Strava. That's 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 a good point. Which means they can now go ride, but again, like be able to upload, be able to go through their their training. Now they all understand their numbers. Yeah, which full front of 40 p. Right. Everyone has now understand. It's like we have done now for a year. Now we have done uh, two to three tests. One the f- the first test I was like telling them one. Point by point, wha- what we have to do. Second test, I was like a bit, no, they like uh, looking uh, a Just bit observe, observe, but not yes. To direct each. The mm. third one was like everyone was now like on all those four sections they was like knowing exactly what they have to do. And after what they say, how many watts do, do I have improved? Which means technology have now they have has helped them now understand where they are and where they have to go. It is like now each one has knows his heart rate level, like the max, the zones. Uh, when, for example, I had one kid was coming out of uh, training and says, oh, now I have uh, goes to 200 uh, heartbeats, heart rate, yes. So which means uh, technology with this Wahoo system. Now, okay, again, we, we, we followed the, the structure. We, we made a plan uh, during the COVID time. We are not right. allowed to go outside. And we were, f- we were focused on Wahoo system. That's where we were training. Two hours, three hours. It was like now uh, they can now understand structured training. I would say that will bring us to the other point of uh, starting early. If you introduce that system to a kid of 15 years, before even he goes into juniors, for two years, and by chance he goes to uh, he gets chance to go to US or Europe it will, it will not be something new to have a structured training it will not be something new to tell him to every day to focus on his uh, what we are doing in the morning or on their core strength uh, mm-hmm. also training mm-hmm. it will be like something they have been used to yeah. and it is like now changing the environment and going to that professionalism that's why i said honestly the system is paying off I would be honest with that. That's fantastic. And, you know, it brings me back to something that, that you said uh, about bridging the gaps. And it, first, we have to understand what the gaps are. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you touched on one of those things. There is just familiarity and the education of, um, you know, what do these numbers mean? And then start to integrate them into the training and and go from there. So you guys have done an amazing job with that. I, I have been <laughs> trying some some hard work, which was every time we had meeting, I was trying to. I know they have not been at school. And by the way, talking about our 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 history, it is not because we we are very proud of where we are as Africans. It is very fine. Because uh, it is it is history. There is nothing you can do, do about history. We can, yeah. There is nothing you can do about what happened, what has happened, or what which is happening. The problem is like what is going to happen next. That's why we are trying our best uh, to give that bright future to uh, those kids, and that's where I'm coming from as well. So we are very proud of those difficulties. It's not because like uh, Africans, we are behind. We know we are behind, but we are very proud of it. But as far as we are working. On it, so um, I w- I was going to to, to point uh, uh, keep, keep keep talking about uh, the the system. Uh, it is like fine, you, you you got you got that kid who like he's coming back far from, and what I was talking about the complex work I, which I had to do is he has never been at school. He doesn't talk that 
good English to be able to go and read those numbers. So what for me, what I have to do is to, to convert, to translate those complex, I would say they are somehow complex, anaerobic capacity, things like that. I yeah. always try to understand them and be able to convert into the language they can understand for now. As far as they are going to keep on studying, uh, they will be able to get to a, one point to be able to understand on themselves. But for now, I have like to go back and um, have to make it very easy, very easy for them to understand the 4DP. Absolutely. Yeah. It is a mm. complex, you know, uh, idea. Absolutely. And then putting it in a way that they can understand they can, they and then can, can make... No, not yeah. just go and push, but why? Why yeah, should you push? Yes. Truly, what you're doing. What will we? What will be the results for your career? What will be the results for your, on on your body and like? Yeah. So I would say it is paying off really. Well, we're we're very happy that you guys are are where you're at, in terms of having that goal to impact others and to spread what what we you know what we love about cycling um in ways we know there's hard work as a part of it but there's also you know a, a joy pure joy in, in it in different ways and so we're we're really happy to be a part of that process that you guys are are, are uh, enacting and creating significant change so that's uh yeah and one thing that i i wanted to mention as well is um you know, you talk about what you've learned, but quite frankly, we, we've we learned a tremendous amount about, you know, what are the gaps that we need to bridge? What are the things that we need to do better to deliver information, to deliver good training and help people be good humans, um, you know, to be healthy, not just good riders, which is obviously yeah. one of the things that we're trying to do, but to, to really um, enhance their lives. And um, you guys have been tremendous in providing information and, and saying, here's what we need. And, you know, I, I keep coming back to this, um, this thing that stood out to me uh, when we spoke it was probably over a year ago and you were, you were explaining to me how you were trying to get a rider to go just a little bit harder and there's no word for that. And it was either zero or full gas. And, um, that got me to thinking about how we need to reframe some of these complex terms and, and, and how we need to, uh, adapt our language to get the information across. And, and so with that, I, I just want to say that it's, it's been a learning and enriching process for us as well. Absolutely. Yeah. That's how it is because, um, there is, as, 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 as we have to, been talking about the, the history, the, even the way, I mean, for example, talking about the climate, Tonight here in Colorado, I was going to stay back home at in like at eight p.m. It is already dark. Here it was <laughs> still somehow sun was was just still shining. So I would say that that's that's a very important po- point. Bec- for example, in Rwanda we don't have winter, we don't have snow. I I I will be honest. I got I rode first. in snow for the very first time here. So uh, all of those points. Uh, it is good to understand, I mean, to learn about uh, African cyclists because the metabolism of their body, how it, they functions, it will be much, much different from, uh, from, uh, from the Western world based on where they are, based on where they are coming. So yeah. I would say uh, we, will keep working on to, we will keep working together to have those different technologies which, which can help us to understand the differences between... Uh, we, there is difference in races, in opportunities. That's fine, but also, like how how is the adaptability of African cyclists uh, when they are into professionalism? So, if I can keep on, if I can keep on insisting on, on the other idea of starting at early age, you have data yeah. for a, a young rider that fourteen years old. You have his data; it is there, and you you will again like you you keep on getting his data on a regular basis, 
until he goes into professionalism coming here to Europe. So now you have like a bunch of that where you can learn where he, where he started from and where he's going, which was the difference before we get to start it, before we got to introduce technology into what we are doing now about the hoops, all those kind of stuff. We, we have a rider who goes and win two of Rwanda. After two of Rwanda, he, comes, he goes to dimension data. He got that chance to go into professionals. But if you want to go back to his history where he started from in cycling, you have nothing. Not and for mm. now, you, you can see like you have something to start from until when you go, he goes to, into the professionalism and say, wow, he has improved very quickly and he has yeah. adapted quickly. So that it is like a, a learning point. There is a learning point through this technology. Yeah? For sure. And yeah, it's, it's easier to help continue to guide moving forward, Absolutely. having an understanding of what you've done and where you've been to understand and, and plan a good trajectory, a good path. Yeah. Is, is for sure. Uh, part. Something I can add, it's like, and in back day in Rwanda, I think I was one the rider who got the the pro computer bike mm -hmm. with the heart rate, and I was really only one who can understand the cadence and heart rate and things. So now we have a good chance to have Wahoo, Whoop, and everything you know, computer bikes, uh, computer bikes and power meter when they're riding on Zwift, you know, your trainer guys, uh, the trainer we got in Rwanda with the Wahoo, it's with a power meter, they can saw the cadence, they can saw everything. And in the back days, when you have uh, run and ride, no one understand the cadence, no one understand RPM, you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of like, we've been far away, mm -hmm. just now we have just creek, you know, like, we are there now yes. they are growing up understand yes. everything on cycling you know yeah. and it's been just 2020 2019 we got first wahoo trainer 2020 and 2020 <laughs> yeah it was 2020 in february and now we have more 10 riders 15, 10 to 15 riders they're using wahoo a system we go in hoop we get a computer trainer we get um, a wahoo trainer where they can put it on the bike when yeah. we're not there they can log in goes to zwift and train they can go to the system apple they can do workout they can take we have the um up uh, uh, we have the tablet where they can log in they know that the 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 code is and yeah. can put the username and everything they can do the uh, stretching even we're not there to give them what to do a day by day so it's like just for two years they are boom you know that is shows you africa they have a talent for many things just they cannot get that opportunity with uh material is here in usa or in, yeah. is in in uh, uh, in europe or in asia so it's kind yeah suddenly you're, just you're we, we, we just yeah, yeah. and also with I talk about education. I think Hubbard he got his base in on education in high school. In Rwanda is also me. In Rwanda is not easy to get that base in education in high school because they cut off the in primary school. And I remember when Joke came to Rwanda, two thousand seven, two thousand he first come two thousand six. Uh, Joke Boyer he decided to move to Rwanda, and some my teammate, you give them a passport and year of viva. They don't even how to write it down to fill up the immigration paper. Okay. I honest. Yeah. So we must talk about our and back day and now we have fifteen years old. You give him a passport with a year of viva. You know, just to South Africa for training camp. You don't need to Be there. send with a coach or someone who give them where to pass, you know? So it's kind the anchor and you guys, what you are doing to help, uh, to help the, the development in Africa, it's paying off, to be honest. It's paying off because each rider who has a computer bike, now he, with a heart rate monitor, he can reading what 
zone one, zone two, zone three. He knows what the percentage on his zone he can improve. You know, it's uh, it's kind really amazing because otherwise they've been. It's like they have not that opportunity. And when you like closing gap to come to Europe. They give you a gammon. They give you a wahoo. <laughs> you used. you yeah. just, you know how to, they shows you have a cable and a charger to charge and on on a bike and coach, he control everything for you. Yeah. You does it. If he told you it's today, it's zone one. Yes. One hour easy. Coffee ride. It, it you, you, you just zone three, zone four, zone five. And you come back from the training, so the uh, coach getting your uh, your uh, your control monitor. Uh, where you been? Why you training four guys? Why you training four guys? And the right, I cannot talk to you. Mm-hmm. So, in the end, after one year spending in USA or you spending in Europe, the coach get oh, what is can. African cyclists, they say, are the talent. We saw the the database on Zwift or on Wow Trainer and uh, Threshold. He was his number is very good and just mindset to understand what is very important in day and out uh, on bike and out off the bike and how it's. No way. And you have this Wahoo, you have the computer training, you have the the riders who already understand about what he needs to improve and on his skills, it's it's much better to understand growing up on air age to reach yeah, on that right. under twenty three and elite they can continue uh, continue to improving a lot on skills on bike and out out of the bike. Yeah. Adrian has triggered something I remember. Actually, it is not two years. Uh, if I remember well, it is one year now. Mm, like, really? we, we got our first smart trainer, Wahoo smart trainer, in March last year. Oh, wow. So just over March a year last year. So I will be yeah, honest, in one year. a lot, mm. in, in within one year, uh, we have three riders who were um, selected for the qualification, qualifiers for uh, eSport UCI World Championship. Right. Yeah, we because of uh, those uh, external... Uh, because of the cheating, the UCI required to have an external parameter, so we didn't have. So they were all, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they were all like not being selected because the the process was a, a bit was complex. It? But mm-hmm. yeah. it was a bit compli- uh, complex. But uh, as far as they were selected for qualification, not because not as an invitation. No, no, based on the races they have done. On Z- yes. Yeah. So you can imagine all of those things which happened within one year. Adrian talked about something very important. Back in the days, no one, no one uh, could understand about cadence, mm-hmm. RPM, BPM, mm-hmm. uh, power. Like just foreign mm-hmm. concepts. And actually. within one year, now we have uh, r- quite a number of riders who understand, who knows how to connect their heart rate. To be honest, for you, you will, you will think that yeah. is something easy, but it is not because and all of this thanks to. The support and technology we are now closing closing that gap we are bridging that gap which means what he said a rider is going to come out of africa like have been ac- having those access to all of that he will come here it will not be like something new to yeah. to go t- to see the heart rate to see a computer bike it will be like oh yeah i have been using this uh about i remember <laughs> when i was in high school Adrian, I, we could be together, and he was like, oh, I have to upload my workouts. Every time coming out of uh, training, I said, what is that? So, yeah. like, now yeah. we have 15 riders right. who every time coming out, I can show you my Strava, like, I got notification every time. They are, like, uploading their workouts, their workout session, like, on a regular basis, and I would say within one year, we have seen a tremendous uh, changes so project now how how it will be uh, if we are going to keep on this pace working on this pace how it will be run and africa will be in 2025 to not be like uh, other years it will be like uh, uh yes we have been using these we have gone into different programs now it will, it will be like uh it is not it will not be something new but if you are going to keep on for two years now uh, i'm very sure maybe the results will not be that tremendous but 
at least if maybe we can have some records uh in back the in the, back the days but in the future uh, that time it will be a bit different there would be always a difference uh compared to what we have been seeing yeah and you know what you've what you've said there is they now have those basic skills the bit that the all the skills that they need and now we can start working on even bigger concepts Absolutely. and you know how to get the most out of the training and yeah and that's what that's one of the things you know from a coaching side that we are really interested in and how can we be even more effective now that we've given or now that people have the tools right and an understanding of how to use them what's the next step yeah i'm yeah. definitely excited to, to continue to work with you guys and have more coaches that Absolutely. you know are, are you know kind of playing a role that we play but that are right there for you yeah that, that, that are it, in it, your it, community that are part of your academy that are available that's what in africa so that can you know when you have you know two people doing something you can do a lot when you have four people you can do at least twice as much you have 10 people oof, the, the scale of growth is yes is exciting the, the, so. this april we're in benin for three weeks and we were uh, we did a test of how many 30 kids uh-huh. in benin uh, for dp i know it, it when it is it is the for the very first time you don't get uh, accurate numbers as it is because uh, it is something new for them it is always that how it is but as far as we introduced them uh, in in benin we introduced that system the wahoo system it it is going to happen. it is happening in rwanda it is happening in kenya it's happening in uganda it's happening in uh, benin so tell me within 2 years to be like the whole africa now will be connected into one platform which can which can like uh, which is complete which has all the necessary this morning you were showing us something it is all of even to Adrian, to, to all of us it was new about understanding uh, w- for example there is something talked about uh, not stressing stressing much about uh, stretching it is mm-hmm. not only about stretching but for us to be honest with you I, i always thought that stretching is it has to be done but for now i would say that it's something new has come to my mind which means uh, as far as we went to benin and help them we there are some we by the way we trained uh, 10 coaches fantastic yeah, yeah. i i did with them a week a full week uh, of training uh, about wow uh, the wow system how it works there are very few i know about it i shared with them so now they can like as far as they're going to keep on uh, practicing on the system they will be, be, under, be able to understand those 10 will be going back in their communities because they don't live together all of them one live in north two in south so mm-hmm. they will be going back to their communities it is happening in it is going to happen in benin west africa east <laughs> so yeah. it will be like some <laughs> explosion yeah explosion exciting yeah. well with that i think maybe we'll uh let you guys get back to the work of, of helping <laughs> to create a brighter future huh absolutely mm-hmm. Cycling towards a bright future. I, I like that mode. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's fantastic. Absolutely. So. Thank yeah. you so much Thank for the opportunity. So I would say <laughs> you, you don't know how much uh, uh, the seed you are, you are sowing. You, you don't know how much tea it is going to go. I mean, it is going to be big enough. I'm very sure. No, even for us, as I said, we, we began this as just some family stuff but now yeah. it is becoming a, an organization which is running on a regular basis so i would say it is going to yield a very uh it is going to have great impact positive one excellent thank you so much great. thank well, you so much thank um, you for leading the way adrian <laughs> yeah thank you so much it's uh, it's been amazing you know it's been amazing because in africa we have so many things we are missing in cycling and to have waho and you guys as a coach just on on interview and on following up and have the all this come kind of um, material to use it it's been paying off very very quick for opportunity to give the riders and to understand about cycling and 
in future, if we continue a good relationship, I think we will surprise a people around the world. Great. <laughs> Looking forward to those surprises. surprises. With, for us, it might not be a surprise, but we are looking forward yes. to it. Yes. All right. Well, that is it for another episode of the Knowledge Podcast by Wahoo. Thank you again so much, Adrian and Hubert, for joining us. And we will catch you next time. Thank you.